Hi out there in podcast land. Welcome to Caregiving is a Ministry, where we look at the Word of God through the lens of caregiving, and I am your host, Greta. So, we're continuing in the book of John, and I want you, or I hope that you see, the running theme of shepherding in John. Our last two episodes centered on, or centered, yeah, in John, where Jesus is making a bold statement that he was the door, remember? And he did it in the form of a parable. Well, today, our scripture comes from John once again, the 14th chapter and the 6th verse. Let's listen and see what Jesus says in this scripture. Jesus said to them, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. Bam, mic drop, right? Jesus doesn't use a parable or metaphor here, does he? He just comes right out and says it. He is the way to the Father. To the Jewish nation, this was blasphemy. Mere men were not supposed to make such statements. You can believe that when Jesus made that statement, he teed some people off. It says so in the Bible, specifically the religious community known as our dear friends, the Sadducees and the Pharisees. (laughs) Here's a man saying that he isn't a way, but he's the way meaning the only way. And if you don't come through him, then you will not see the Father. It's bold and it's radical, but we know it's very much true, right? Our theme of shepherding also ties in with this statement in that only a few chapters prior, Jesus alluded to being the door, the door that the sheep enter and go in and out of. And we know that sheep need direction. So now we look at this declaration that Jesus made. And can you see the threading of shepherding? The way. That's directional. Once again, not a way, but the way. If his sheep hear his voice and he, the shepherd, calls them, then he leads them, right? Directional. The way to what, though? green pastures which is a symbolism I believe for safety the way to love the way to joy the way to patience does all this sound familiar it better it's the fruit of the spirit right (laughs) a way that both reconciles us to the father and brings us into a better way of thinking a better way of living that ushers us into the fruit of the spirit of living that of our lives becoming an example of what Christian behavior should be. You see how this ties all together? I think it's amazing. But first, we have to come to the door. We have to recognize that we need direction. We're sheep. (laughs) That we can't do it all on our own, nor should we expect to. All the pressure that is placed on you Who put it there? Is it really others who are placing things on your plate? Are you accepting things being placed on your... Are you placing too much on your plate? Let's get real serious here. I'll be the first to tell you that I have a lot on my plate. And my friends will chime in in agreement. I take a lot on. I do. 
but I don't take on more than I know I can do. (laughs) I don't have a problem saying no. So let's look at your life. What are you carrying? I can hear you now. Duh. This is caregiving as ministry, right? What do you think I'm carrying? I hear you, of course, caregiving. But in carrying it, I'm going to ask you, are, are you carrying the load and the burden of caregiving? I know it may feel like it. But are you giving it to God to allow him to carry? Allowing Jesus to be the way in your life that leads you to greener pastures, peace, <laughs> Are you learning to give things over to him? I can't tell you what it looks like to give things totally over to the Lord, but I can tell you what it feels like once you've done it. Feels like peace. When you pray and you talk to God about caring for your loved one and share with him your disappointments, your frustration, And your anger, once you've done all of that, the sign that you have totally given it over to God and allow him to take up the burden of caregiving is that you have peace. You have a sense of freedom because the weight of carrying it all yourself is now gone. Understand? Now, this learning how to give everything over to God comes with trial and error, trust me. There were many years as I grew in my faith that I would pray. I mean, I was always a praying person. And, and my even my childhood friends tell me that I used to pray all the time. But I would go to God and I would give him a whole list of things that I wanted and the issues that I was facing. And then I'd get up from my prayer and I would carry all of those back with me. And I would worry about them until things happened. And nine times out of ten, God always answered my prayer. And it just didn't click. (laughs) But that was my process. To go to him with, I need help with this. I need help with that. Please help this. And then just worry about it until things were okay. That's not what God wants. But if I'm honest, it really wasn't until I became a caregiver for my mom that I truly learned how to turn things over to him. And the reason why is because I could do absolutely nothing in this situation. I couldn't affect change and I felt helpless to be honest at first I was angry because I couldn't do anything and then it frustrated me that I couldn't do anything and then it just scared the hell out of me and that's when I went to God and I asked him to show me how to do this I literally said I'm not going to be able to do this unless you help me And I will mess this up and you will not get the glory unless you help me. And he did. And he allowed me to care for my mom in peace. Now, when I say peace, it doesn't mean that um, there are not going to be days where you aren't frustrated or angered or whatnot. But when you look at your overall well-being, you just know that God's got your loved one and you. And you rest in that. So you see, being a caregiver isn't really the issue, right? It's how you caregive, how you choose to be a caregiver. Are you going to be the caregiver that tries to solve everything yourself? Or are you going to learn to rely 
on the Lord. The life that Jesus offers us, the green pastures, is a life learning and, and walking in the fruit of the Spirit, which helps us gain a better understanding of who we serve, right? And the world gets to see faith in action in our lives. But back to my question, because I haven't forgotten. What are you carrying, caregiver? Or maybe the better question is, what are you carrying that you haven't completely given over to the Lord? I believe that we should be doing a consistent inventorying of what's in our hearts, looking at our behaviors, looking at the words we say, looking at all of the tasks that we may take on and see if they come in alignment with God and God's word. And that's a big one, but it's a constant inventorying that we have to do. Our community of believers, I believe, we, we always think that we're doing the work of God. But I think we fail to really scrutinize it against his word. Not just picking out a scripture here and there and saying, see, this is what the word says. We do that a lot. But my prayer and hope is that if I have done nothing during this podcast, I hope that I have shown you the consistency of themes in the Bible. That if you find something in one place, you should also find it in another throughout. There's consistency. And this is why it's so important to have good Bible study and personal devotion so that you can see the themes and consistencies and so that you can grow and mature in God and allow the fruit of the Spirit to just flourish in you. But we do have to learn how to give things over to God. Jesus, when he says that I am the way, the truth, and the life, no man comes to the Father except by me. We need to allow him to be that way and to be the truth and to be the life in our lives so I want you to inventory your thoughts I want you to inventory your behaviors and inventory all the things that you have on your plate dear one and see if they align with God and what he has for you look at all those things that you're involved in have you taken on too much thinking that you're doing God's work when he's like no I really didn't call you to do all that or have you really taken what you can handle you just not learned how to hand, hand it over to God so he can help you so that's your homework for today and then once you've completed your homework then you gotta get with Jesus and allow him to help you let's pray thank you Lord for showing us the way through Jesus Christ for being that door that we can come through help us to recognize the truth in this statement thank you for allowing us to accept him as our savior we so want to be people who are known for loving you we want to be known as people who allow your light to shine brightly through our lives. Yet, we are sheep. We get led astray. We get distracted. We get stagnant. 
but you are our shepherd who guides us. Help us to follow. Today, Father, I ask that you bless the caregivers as they do their homework, as they start taking a mental inventory of all the things that they have on their plate, as they take a mental inventory of the behaviors that they may be exhibiting to others. Help them to be honest with themselves and then to be honest with you. Help them to learn to cast their cares upon you because you care for us. Help them to realize that we can take on your yoke because your yoke is easy. I ask that you grant them peace and grant them an ever-flourishing, intimate relationship with you. Caregiving isn't easy, but we know that we can do all things through our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, who is the way, the truth, and the light. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Alrighty, I will talk to you tomorrow. Take care and go and minister the act of caregiving in the name of Jesus. Bye.